Colby Covington will fight Leon Edwards for the welterweight title. Mainly because he's from the USA. That's what Hamza Chumayev is saying. American privilege is the reason Colby Covington is fighting Leon Edwards for the welterweight title. And I don't necessarily disagree with him. We also got UFC 289 predictions. We got to get in uh, to Charles Oliveira versus Benil Dariush. We got to talk a little bit about Conor McGregor. John Jones is in the news. Who's he fighting? It better be Pavlovich. I mean, it better be Pavlovich. The rant is starting already. <laughs> we got these topics and more next. Broadcasting live from an undisclosed location. This is the community. MMA with your host, Chris Cross. started something he started something Colby Covington is only fighting Leon Edwards because he's from the UFC or USA that's why he gets a chance if you want to know exactly what Hamza said he said he's crap more or less and the UFC gave that chance for him because maybe he's from USA they want the belt for him and it's, you know, it's really, it's hard to say because why is Colby fighting for the Walter Wade title? What has he done? What has he done? And I say this as a Colby fan. If he wins, I'm going to be happy as long as it's not against Hamza Chamayev. If he beats Leon Edwards, I'm going to be jumping up and down and I'm going to be all pumped up. But if Hamza gets to fight Colby, dang, I got to go with Hamza. But is there some truth to the fact that it's because he's from the USA? Because you can, you know, this is the pay-per-view base. This is where the money is coming from when you're talking pay-per-view. Now it's building internationally, of course, always. But the base is here in the US, uh, USA, so it's fair to say that that's a possibility. There is a conflict of interest there, but it doesn't mean that's also an automatic. I think Dana White really believes that Colby should be next in line. Maybe it's better for money too. Who knows? But I do believe he thinks Colby should be next in line. Colby's been waiting at the top. And Dana White said he's the best fighter in the world uh, if there was no Kamaru Usman. So now it's time to find out. Usman's out of the way. Leon Edwards is in the way. It's a different fighter. There's an opportunity for Colby to grab the belt. But then what? Then what? The UFC, um, don't be surprised either. The UFC may rush in Conor McGregor. If he, can, if he can beat Michael Chandler, they may rush in Conor McGregor. And this is why I won't be surprised if Michael Chandler and Conor McGregor fight at welterweight. And how crazy would that be if McGregor got the chance? So there's a lot of play here. And I'm sure uh, there's some believe that Colby's getting the shot because he's from the USA. And it's a fair question to ask. It doesn't mean it's true. It just means it's a fair question to ask because that's where the pay-per-view money uh, mainly comes from. 
And right now, Hamza really is just worked up, man. The guy's worked up. He's absolutely worked up. Because he wants to fight. He wants to fight. It's that simple. He's worked up uh, because he wants to fight. And he's not getting a fight. So he's liable to say anything right now. We know he's fighting a 294, but that's forever away. And it's still not really getting him closer to a title shot. So he's frustrated. He's absolutely frustrated. So that's what he's saying uh, about Colby Covington. Is that it, because he's from America, uh, he's getting the opportunity to fight for the title. I mean, it's that simple. Now, speaking of Colby Covington, he's in the news a little bit uh, as well. Talking John Jones. Says everybody knows the multiple test that he failed. So I'll see if we can pull that back. Everybody knows the multiple tests that he, John Jones failed. So you can call yourself a clean cut athlete and the greatest of all time when you cheated uh, on multiple I don't know why we're having trouble with that when you cheated on multiple uh, tests and broke many laws for me the greatest fighter of all time has to be a good fighter in the cage and outside of the cage a guy that stands out to me Chael Sonnen Covington said a guy from the same place that I came from Oh, forget it. I'm not going to read it because it's acting up. The bottom line is, uh, is Colby saying a guy more or less needs to be clean cut in order uh, to be the greatest of all time? And I don't agree with that. I mean, John Jones, yeah, so the test, all this. The bottom line is he's probably one of the greatest fighters of all time up there with Khabib. You know, McGregor's in there. There's a lot of people in there. Just because he's had trouble outside the sport does not mean that he can't be considered one of the greatest of all time. That's absurd. Then what would you say about Mike Tyson? And shouldn't it be related to other areas too? Because rappers have trouble outside of rap. Does that mean they're not the greatest rapper of all time? I mean, that's kind of absurd. The fact is, is John Jones has trouble outside the sport. The UFC, thankfully, is much more lenient on what the athletes do outside the sport. They recognize these are fighters. You know, you can't set a bunch of rules for them that fighters aren't realistically going to be able to maintain. Maybe you can get away with it in football and basketball and other sports, but the UFC, these guys go into a cage, they lock the door, and they fight. That's what the UFC is all about. How do you tame that? You don't. But to argue that he's not one of the greatest of all time because he's had problems outside the sport is just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. I can't go with Colby on this one. So I'm getting on Colby a little bit today. You know, listen, but he's still top six on the dude list. You understand? 
He's still one of my favorite fighters. But sometimes you got to keep it real. I can't go with him on these topics. Now, UFC 289 uh, is just around the corner. I mean, it's almost that time. It's almost that time. And Dana White uh, is in the news a little bit talking Amanda Nunes. And what he's saying is the thing that I love about it is obviously Amanda Nunez and Aldana is such a crazy fighter. You know what I mean? I think it's going to be one of those, uh, those fights where how hungry is Amanda still, you know? Amanda's got a lot of money. She's got a great life. She's got a family now, you know? We know what to expect from Aldana. And to me, this is Dana White trying to hype up a fight. Is it Nunez's uh, retirement fight? I don't know. But he's trying to hype up a fight that really can't be hyped up. Unless Amanda Nunez loses. Like she did to Pena and everyone's like, what? Because she's fighting the number six fighter. There's other fighters ahead of her that should be fighting. Why isn't Holly Holm getting a rematch? We know she's one of the best in the division right now. She got robbed. I believe it was in the last fight. I think we'll look at that in detail. But why? I mean... Holly Holmes still number two. Why are they going down to number six? That doesn't make any sense to me. Unless Holly Holm knows that Nunez is retiring and she's biding her time. That's a possibility too. Amanda Nunez still on the dude list. Make no mistake about it. At number 13, still holding firm. Probably should be top five or six, really, but she's 13. And if it's a retirement fight, she's one of the best, or not, if not the, I mean, there's no question. She's the best women's fighter of all time, without question. Now, you also got number 12, Charles Oliveira on the dude list. These are my favorite fighters, all right? Before you all write in and say, what is the dude list all about? For those of you that don't watch the show or listen to the show, these are just simply my favorite fighters. If they're higher on the dude list, I'm much more likely to pick them uh, if two of them fight it out. So Charles Oliveira is taking on Benil Dariush, and it's going to be a big one. It's going to be an absolute big fight, the best fight on the card. You got one versus four in the lightweight division. Unbelievable. And we brought this prediction to you back about six or seven shows ago when we were getting ready for all these upcoming big fights but now now it's here so we got to look at it again refresh our memory and realize what a great fight this is this is the best fight on the card in terms of intrigue because uh, Charles Oliveira has to respond and Benil Dariush has the best opportunity he's had so far and will likely jump to number one if he wins this fight let's get into it in the lightweight division at UFC 289 your co-main event Charles Oliveira A.K.A. Olives is back. He comes in at 33 and 9. The Brazilian takes on the American, Benil Dariush, who comes in at 22 and 4. Both guys 5'10". Both guys 33 or 34 years of age, so relatively close in age. Oliveira has a 2-inch reach advantage, 74 to 72. He's right-handed. Dariush stands uh, southpaw, left-handed. Dariush lands 3.8 significant strikes per minute. Oliveira... 3.5, so very close in that area. Takedown game is very similar with Dariush landing about two takedowns over the course of three rounds. Oliveira, 
four. So that's the stats. They look very even, uh, very close on paper. But where Dariush has a big advantage is in takedown defense. 80% for him, 55% for Oliveira. So Oliveira gets taken down, but then he usually holds his own on the ground, except against Islam uh, Mahachev, who beat, who, who beat him by submission. Before that, he beat Justin Gaethje, Dustin Poirier, Michael Chandler, Tony Ferguson, Kevin Lee. He beat all the old heads and beat them all uh, by finish, except Tony Ferguson, who went to a decision. Remember, in that fight, he just refused to tap on any submissions. It's crazy. Uh, Benil Dariush, on the other hand, is coming off a big win over Matush Gamrot. Right? Not surprised by the win, but Matush Gamrot was rising at the time. He came in and beat him. Beat uh, Tony Ferguson by decision. Not really decisive. Just had three takedowns and controlled the heck out of him. He also beat Diego Ferreira by split decision. We're starting to see how good Diego Ferreira is. He also beat Scott Holtzman by KO. Now, the tough thing with this is Benil Dariush seems to be a guy that can beat anybody on any given night. Uh, but I'm still not convinced that Charles Oliveira is done. Like, just because he lost to Islam Mahachev doesn't mean he's just going to fall off uh, the face of the earth. You know? And this fight is basically even. I mean, Dariush is a slight favorite uh, because people are questioning Charles Oliveira. And maybe I'm wrong on this one, but I just like Charles Oliveira to win. I think he's got something to prove coming into this fight, right? He's got to win this to get back uh, toward the title direction. You lose this, now you're looking at two or three wins before you can ever get back to the title, and maybe you start to fall off the cliff at that point. And I don't think Oliveira is ready to do that. 33 means he's still in his prime. He still has time. He is the former champ, and it's Dariush who's got to come in and beat him, not the other way around. Charles Oliveira's got to defend the takedowns, which he doesn't do very well. But if he does get taken down, Darius is very good at controlling people. Oliveira's going to have to figure it out. But I think he will. I think he will figure this thing out. And at worst, win by uh, decision, in my opinion. He'll outstrike Darius. He'll reverse some positions. And if it goes to a decision, he'll get this thing. But I like him to potentially get a submission victory. Here uh, to move to 34-9 in the lightweight division. Co-main event, UFC 289. Yeah, so we like uh, Charles Oliveira to get the victory. He's got to respond, man. He's got to respond. There's no question about it. And I'll take a guy uh, whose back is against the wall. When their back's against the wall, they have an edge. But Neil Dariusha, however, is very good. Not taking him lightly. Not going to be surprised if he wins. But that's why I'm looking forward to this fight. And of course, I mean, it's in the lightweight division. Need we say more? We got to do a poll again to see what the best division the UFC is. We haven't done one in like six months. So it's about that time. I'm afraid if I do it now, it's probably going to easily be the lightweight. So we're going to have to let time simmer down a little bit. Get this because after this fight, the lightweight division is going to be back, regardless of who wins. And I'd be intrigued by a Oliveira versus Islam rematch. I mean, I think if he wins his fight, he deserves it, even though he got dominated. Right? I still think he deserves it. Now, as for uh, the rest of the card, there it is. All the predictions are in. All the predictions. We haven't even released all the videos individually yet, but. We got Nunez winning, Oliveira winning, Mike Mallett, Danny Ige.
Marc-Andre Berriol, Chris Curtis. That's going to be a good fight against uh, Nazaruddina Mavov. Got Miranda Maverick winning. Aori Kalang. We like Kyle Nelson, David Dvorak, and Diana Belbita. Right now we're 138 and 77, 14 and 4 in the main event. And I predict we're going to be 15 and 4 after this week because Amanda Nunez is going to win. So that's the way the picks are looking right now. And it's not the biggest card. So a little nervous on the predictions. It shouldn't matter though. We don't change our the way we do things. Whether the card is good or not, we're in for all four or 500 fights on the year. Make no mistake about it. And we're tracking it. And we're going to keep tracking it. But yeah, I want to see Charles Oliveira win bad. Because all the naysayers. And I'm like, where are my dogs at, baby? Yeah. Where are my dogs at? Oliveira all day. And we talk about the American privilege earlier, where Colby Covington's getting the uh, fight because he's from the USA, according to Hamza. We knew there was a Dana White <laughs> privilege. We knew there was Dana White privilege, but American privilege, that's something else. Dana White privilege. But either way, we're rocking with Hamza all day, no matter what. Hamza Chamez! Because that's our guy. Hamza Chamez! Future champion. Hamza Chamez! Hamza Chamez! Hamza Chamez! Future champion. Don't get it twisted. The Ultimate Fighter goes down tonight. I can't wait. By the time some of you hear the podcast uh, tomorrow via audio, or if you watch this video later, it's already going to be done. But Tamir Valiev is going to dominate Trevor Wells tonight. Chandler, Team Chandler will be up 2-0. That's my prediction. Check out that full fight prediction. But Team McGregor, man, Team McGregor is in trouble. They're in trouble. It's not looking good. As we jump into uh, the Q&A, you got D Miami, uh, De Miami a Bogata. Bogata. Colby doesn't deserve it. Hamza Bilal deserves it more. That's a fair statement. I think so. But Colby can beat Leon. Please believe it. And Trey, the American privilege is really there. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Colby loses this, forget it. It's over. Sorry about that, says, in terms of Albazi winning the fight over Kai Kara France. Facts damage trumps all. QYI. Thanks for speaking facts, pal. 2-3, Albazi. One goes either way. I see it. 1-2-3, Albazi. People are just swayed by the stats and will unfortunately cry about it forever. If they fight again, I still take Albazi by finish. And I get the stats because I'm always back in the stats too. When I get robbed on a prediction, I'm really upset. I, I go into the stats and I say, if, 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 it, was, if it was a point system based on stats, Kai Car France would win the fight. So I got to hold firm a little bit on that. But, you know, I predicted Albazi to win. So I guess I'm kind of a fair weather fan in terms of the predictions. Christopher Schwagmeyer says Blackshear. Talking about Damon Blackshear. Uh, fought an amazing fight and Lacerda fell off quite a bit. Just happy to see Blackshear get a win. Really digging this channel. Much appreciated. Schwagmeyer. Much appreciated. And we're going to keep pumping out the videos, man, because that's what we do. That's what we do. We're talking Hamza Chamaya. A lot of people love him. A lot of people don't. <laughs> but you will grow uh, to love him when he becomes champ. Please believe it. <laughs> 
because all of us that have been saying it's going to happen will be vindicated. We will be vindicated in due time. Top G Network in the chat says, I'm going with Charles. Yeah, I feel you. Charles Oliveira is winning this fight. It's going to happen. His back is against the wall. He has to respond. He's coming off the loss. He's going to get the job done. That's just what's going to happen. In my opinion, of course. But listen, for now, this is your boy, Chris Cross. Hope you enjoyed, enjoyed the show. Hope you have a great day. And God bless, as always.